What is going on, friends? Chris Williams here. We are on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network exclusively this week because of a bye week. We're not on KXNO for our normal Cyclone Fanatic radio hour. We will be back next week at 6 o'clock as always. But that doesn't mean uh, bye week doesn't stop college football from happening. And, of course, we'll welcome in our friend Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture, Martin Clive, and Brent Bloom is we are here to make our weekly picks on the college football weekend ahead. Tim? Gentlemen? What is going on? When's the uh, spook we... fest at Nebraska Furniture Mart? We got that coming up? Well, I do, my friend. I appreciate you asking. It was it was my, my main topic tonight. Just because it's such a great event that we, uh, that we do here. It is the NFM Halloween Spooktacular. Uh, it is a week from Friday, gentlemen, a week from tomorrow. Uh, and it is uh, from 5 to 8. I mean, we're going to have pumpkin painting. Okay, we're going to have scavenger hunt. We're going to have inflatable Connect 4. I mean, I'm here what? for that alone. Inflatable, inflatable Connect 4? I'm in. Yep, yep. Is that adults? Uh, can adults participate? Well, I mean, if you elbow a little kid out of the way, I'm sure you can play. <laughs> Some mistake me for little kid. Sometimes people yeah. mistake me for little kid. You made the okay. joke, not yeah. me. I did not make that joke. I did, yeah. Yeah, I should. Uh, earmuffs, no, no joke. Uh, yeah, we got that, and there's goodie bags for the first 250 kids and uh, lots of, you know, candy prizes and stuff. But it's just, it's one of those things, you know, It's it, whether it's going to be warm or cold. Come to a safe, friendly environment. You know, let your kids have some fun. Again, our events team, Megan and Crystal and Jake, put on just a great time for everybody. Uh, and it really is an experience to come see. Uh, you know, there's right now you should see their office. It's just a smatter of Halloween fun. There's posters and stand-up figures and all this different stuff. I think there may even be, and if I'm speaking out of turn on this, I'm really sorry, but I'm confident that there will be some live characters there as well uh, to enjoy the time with the kids and really have a good Halloween experience. So yeah, come see us uh, on the 28th uh, from five to eight for the Halloween spooktacular. It is uh, something that's just grown every, every year. I mean, the first year we did, we had like 25 kids. We're anticipating probably two to 250 kids this time. So, so it should be fun. Come on out. You have live reindeer for Christmas. Do you have like actual Christmas. ghosts? Like, do we have monsters like skeletons like anything I, like i i saw one potential live character as a costume situation this week yeah yeah and it and it terrified my children oh great yeah. not that terrible yeah. it's terrified me i did see you know what i think would be funny i'm sorry this has nothing to do with anything but on one of my feeds from facebook or whatever a thing of uh, a character mike myers at a gym have you seen this where he's only strictly working out what it would be to stab people. It was really oh. funny. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I digress. Yeah. I'm going to show up as a leprechaun. Not a kid. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? All right. Well, I mean, we we, uh, can we just get to the picks at this point? This is, I mean, we're <laughs> go over the, go over the records for my ego. My God. Again. Okay. All right. Yeah. Last week, uh, Bloom and I had a, we're, we're, we had a heater. Uh, Bloom and I went four and one last week. Wow. Uh, I, I don't think that Chris. I don't think you've went zero and five or have gone five and zero. Like you are still in that middle line. You went two and three, That's but we okay. are all back above five hundred. Just hanging out, just waiting to pounce yeah. when I need to, baby. But uh, my friend uh, Bloom and I are seven games over five hundred, so we are twenty-one I, and fourteen. I believe. I believe if you're scoring at home, 
I'm nine and one in my last ten picks over the last so two weeks. Fade bloom. That is what a, you're saying. That is a firm. So uh, true story. I've, I've been I've been uh, I've been tailing myself here, and yeah. uh, bought another bought another. I bought a frame TV with my winnings. That is outstanding. A frame TV from NFM. Have well, you ever I, heard of these? I, no, I I've seen it. a picture. Oh, so dude. it's it's basically it's a it's a compromise between me and my better half that it's a TV, but it also can. Uh, kind of be an art piece too on the off mode. oh i know what you're talking about there's, yeah they are super thin bevel around the outsides right uh it really does it's like if, a matte finish uh if you walk into the room and it's on art mode you would absolutely not know it was a tv there's no way it's phenomenal it's that well done it's they're they're beautiful and so you have it I'm in your living room yeah i have in my it's, i'm investing my winnings so i can win more and watch more football right we take bloom off the radio network and look at what happens it turns into a impulsive no it's good stuff i'm on a heater though it's great yeah that's good so anyway you are nine and one let's go yeah nine and one in the last uh in the last two weeks well guys this week as we know it's an off week for state uh you know at first i thought that might be some boring stuff but there is some Real, real fun games here. Yep. Uh, I, I do apologize. I meant to get them to you, and I haven't, so we're going to go off the cuff here. That's cool. Uh, but I, I know these are ones that you'll have some enjoyment in. But first off, I picked this one out of the Big Ten. It's two unranked teams, but it is Purdue versus Wisconsin. Great game. And the reason I picked it yeah. is because Purdue is four and two. Wisconsin's like two and three. But Wisconsin's a two-point favorite at home versus this pesky Purdue team that just – puts up atrocious amount of points. So is it Wisconsin's defense with Leonard taking over the helm that can control it? Or does Purdue go in to a badger country and just tear them up? So what, what do you got here, uh, C-Dub? Truly fascinating football game. 90% of the time I would go with Vegas and play Wisconsin um, in, a, in, a, in a game like this where it just doesn't make any sense. But I've just watched Purdue a lot, and they're a totally different team with Aiden O'Connell when he's healthy. Uh, I think that Wisconsin's an okay team, but they're, they're going to lack offensive firepower. I, I, I just, I think Purdue's just better than them. And, and I don't, I don't think it's that close. So I will, I'll play, I'll play Purdue fully acknowledging that this could be a Vegas trap, but I'll still play Purdue. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to sit with you. I don't, uh, if Purdue had, just a pretty good defense. They'd probably be in the top 15 in the nation easily. I mean, their offense is just, they just go up there and throw the ball all over the place and have fun doing it. So mm-hmm. I think Wisconsin's trying to find their identity right now against a Purdue team that's that's humming right now. So I like Purdue as well. What about you, Bloom? Yeah, Wisconsin doesn't make any sense. I mean, one week they're destroying Northwestern, and then, you know, they just they lose in double overtime to a bad Michigan State team. I don't understand them at all. This is playing off Wisconsin's reputation more than anything, but I'll take performance over reputation in, in late October. So I'll take Purdue. Yeah. So we're all there as well. Uh, nobody getting a game there. The next game, gentlemen, is from the pack. The pack 12 with like 32 teams in it, I think is what it is. Uh, I'm not sure how many are out there now, but we have number nine UCLA uh, going to Austin Stadium against number 10 Oregon. Uh, Oregon is favored by six points here. UCLA's been playing really tough lately. They just took care of Utah recently. Uh, what do you got, Bloom? UCLA going to Oregon, six-point favorite, Oregon. Yeah, I think, you know, UCLA's been a nice story. Um, 
I don't think either of these teams are great, honestly. Oregon's been more impressive recently to me. I know UCLA's won a couple of games, but Oregon winning on the road at Washington State's a good win. They've done something on the road already. UCLA hasn't really been tested on the road. I'll take Oregon by 10. Ooh, Oregon, has that, you, Oregon has that preposterous loss to Georgia right now. Like, when you look at what, like, just a. That's a great win for Georgia, right? Remember when we, when that? Yeah, right. Good point. Where that? Oh, Oregon's horrible. Yeah, and then Oregon's turned out to be pretty good. Uh, I'm gonna take the points here simply because I think that they're pretty even teams. I mean, that's a tough place to play, no doubt. But it just feels like if Chip Kelly's gonna get things going at UCLA, this is this is when it's happening. And I don't know if I want to bet against that, especially when I can get a touchdown. So I'll, I'll take the six. I'll take the points. Yeah, I'm with you here, C-Dub. I mean, I watched pretty much the entirety of that UCLA-Utah game because uh, I thought it would be a fun game. It was a fun game. Uh, that quarterback uh, for uh, UCLA, I think he's got PTR. a lot of great energy. Yeah, he's got a lot of great energy, and I think there's some stuff going there. And the defense played pretty well. I mean, they really stopped Utah when they needed to, and Utah is pretty impressive as well. So getting a touchdown on the road, I will take as well. Uh, going to the next game, uh, normally we do Iowa and Iowa State fourth and fifth, but the other games are so much more fun than this. I got Iowa sitting here in the three-hole as a 29-point road dog oh my goodness. Uh, at Ohio State. I'll go quick and get out of the way here. Uh, this is, I think, the first time all year I may take Iowa, or I may have taken. I know I've gone against them about every week, but – to me, I appreciate what Ohio State's offense is, but 29 points, you're giving me four-plus touchdowns. I think our defense, it, it's its good enough to stay in there. Uh, again, I don't know if it's three touchdowns, but mm-hmm. a point over four, I'm going to go ahead and say the defense keeps it within that, and I will take Iowa with the points here. I will do the yeah. same. Just It just is like more of a play bloom on it. it, it it's just is kind of a system play, I guess, when you have a defense that good. I, my one worry, and I, if I actually have already bet Iowa. And I got it at thirty and a half, and it's since come back down. The problem is that Iowa is not going to be able to run the ball, or at least they haven't been all year. And I worry that there could be a lot of three and outs. And Iowa's defense, albeit very good, struggles against these spread it out teams that are hyper talented. We've seen Michigan, but. Still, that's just so many points for a Phil Parker defense. I I will take the points, too. I will say, Bloom, I'm less confident in that than I was the day I made the bet, if that makes sense. Because I just – I wonder how Iowa's offense isn't just going to be going three and out consistently against an Ohio State defense that is much improved compared to the ones we've seen the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, they've beaten everybody by 30-plus. So, I mean, you look at the 29, you go, oh, my gosh. It's like, well, they did this to Wisconsin. They did it to Michigan State. They did it to Rutgers. And I wouldn't argue I was much different than any of those three programs right now. So, you know, I I think Ohio State gets to 45. I don't think Iowa can get to 14. So you'll take Ohio State? I'll take take Ohio State. Okay. Separation Saturday for me and Bloom Partly because it'll be enjoyable to watch Ohio State tack on a couple more scores. Well, and they, my, but they're, here. the problem for Iowa is that Ohio, any of these playoff teams need style points. Absolutely. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, it's funny because like what you said, Chris, when you originally bet it, and I mean, I thought about the defense standing up here, but then, you know, when Bloom says a score out loud, I'm like, 
I could see that score happening too. It's it's a yeah. tough game. It's well, right it's right at that great point level of like you see it and you think it's absurd and you say a score out loud and you go, That's not absurd. This is why games that are this high scare me though, because you don't know one, you don't know if the the team ahead will will park it. The second is I could see Iowa trying to save face still running the ball in the third and fourth quarter down three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't get out of hand. And so, I mean, yeah, that's, they're, they're, that, but that's the difference in this Iowa team and these other, the ones in the past bloom is that like for how many years did they suck at offense, but they could still run for four yards per carry because they had a great offensive line and a good back. Yeah. They have a bad offensive line and unproven running backs now and no threat of a pass I, game. That's terrifying. Yeah, I know. I, and I agree. With you. I just think they're to the point where with the stubbornness in that program there where they would rather only lose by 21 than throw it and lose by 35. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> just no. try, yeah. just not I, to be embarrassed further. I think if you no. if you absolutely have to bet this game, I would take the points still though. I just that's just too many. Yeah. But I mean, who knows? Well, gentlemen, we'll move on here to what I think is probably two of the best games we're gonna see this weekend, and they lie within the Big Twelve. Uh, and that is we'll start with number twenty Texas as a six point road favorite at number eleven, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. I'm going to listen to you two here. I mean, I literally wrote that, had to go look. Yeah. And I know what's happened recently, but number 20, Texas, a six-point favorite over number 11, Oklahoma State and Stillwater. I, guys, I want to hear what you got to say here because I, I I know that uh, yours is back, but w- what do you got here, Bloom? How do you feel on this? Yeah, so this is, this, is, uh, this is the analytics over the polls game right here. Yeah. So it's the, 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 the data. The nerds love Texas. Like, they're ranked third in most nerd polls. So that's in, in Oklahoma State's like 20th in the nerd polls. Yeah. But I just have to play the home field in Stillwater with people there. And yours looked a little shaky to me. I know he's really good, but him on the road, I think he's, you know, hit, we, got a, we got even play at the quarterback position. So I'll, I'll take the six with Gundy over Sark here. All right. What do you got, C-Dub? Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Home team. A good home team getting points against a. I don't. Texas disappointed me last week, and it, I'm not taking anything away from Iowa State, but they, they just, they seemed a little bit soft. I thought like Iowa State pushed them around pretty good, and I don't know. Gundy will have something ready for him. I this one again, like I, I won't be betting this game because it's just it's a weird line, and I think when Texas is humming. With this current group, they're a top five team in the country. But can Sarkeesian get them to consistently do it? I, I'll, I'll take the points in the home team, reluctantly. Well, that's that's where I was feeling at when I saw this game, and I kind of wanted to see if you guys told me something about Texas to why there's an obvious reason they'd be a six point favorite. But the nerd to your point, yeah, to your point, Cedar. Well, and that's a great point, Bloom. Is that I get the analytic side of that, but watching going back and thinking of the Iowa State game, I mean, I just that you know. That was a winnable game, and I just don't see you take that same game on the road. Now, the same team that goes and plays Oklahoma, if they show up here, that might then we might be the other way. But it's just it, the inconsistency right now. So at that point, I'll take the six points with the mullet. That's uh, and, eleven a.m. Right? Isn't that an early? Two thirty. Oh, two thirty. Okay. Two thirty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Final game of the day, gentlemen, uh, is number twelve, uh, K State, or I'm sorry, number seventeen. I can't even remember right. K State. At number eight, TCU. TCU favored by three and a half at home. Uh, I'll go here quick. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the home field. 
the Iowa kid, Duggan, from uh, Council Bluffs, and uh, I'll take three and a half and say we're going to, you know, that's a touchdown game there for TCU, I think. What do you got, C-Dub? I can sense Bloom and I going back to our old Bill Snyder debates here um, as we used to have those a long time ago on the kicks and airways together where everything in your right mind would lead you to bet on TCU in this position. I think they're better. They're more explosive on offense for sure. Kansas State is going to, coming off of a bye, is going to do everything they can to just make this a disgusting football game. TCU, can they bounce back after an emotional win? And I'm going to say that they do. I think they're clearly better than Kansas State. I, we're going to learn a lot about K-State in the next three weeks, where they have Oklahoma State and Texas the next two weeks. And as high as I was on Kansas State coming into the year – it gets really difficult to be one-dimensional when you're playing against teams like TCU who can score so much. So give me the Horned Frogs in the road. In fact, I really, really like this one. I This would be one of my favorite plays. I just think they're better. They're clearly a better team. What do you got, Bloom? I'm going to surprise you here. I think I think this is a, a, a tough man special. And I think K-State's the more rugged. I knew you were going this way. I knew you were going this way. You're not surprising me. And TCU's not ready for it. And K-State wants to get into a fight. And and TCU, you know, they they fought Oklahoma State. Impressive. I think they're worn out. I think they they went 12 rounds last week. I think K-State can run the ball. This is a Deuce Vaughn special. He goes for over 175. K-State wins outright. Didn't surprise me at all. That's the route I thought you would go, and it's probably the technical play here, especially with the overtime and TCU and all that. And give me that that hook at three and a half, boys. Every time with good teams. It'll be an interesting week here, separation Saturday, you did say here, but Bloom is on his own on three games, so we're either either looking pretty or he is in the penthouse alone. I'm getting one for my garage this weekend, boys. Bloom's going to have like 15 televisions <laughs> by yeah, the end of the year. That's okay. I got one for every size you need here, Bloom. You can right, see buddy. me. We'll take care of well, you, man. Four and one again. Here we go. Out of control. That's right. All right. Well, get out to uh, Nebraska Furniture Mart on Friday for the spooktacular. That's next Friday. Next Friday. Yes. Excuse a, me. A week from tomorrow. It is the yes. 28th. It'll be uh, five to eight. And Get again, it it's just a great time. Our team takes us seriously. Bring the kids. Let our people do the work. And, hey, while you're here, go watch some Friday Night Football if it's on or some World Series maybe happening by then. But just look around the store and see what we can do to help you out in your home as well. But uh, more than anything, just put your mind at ease and let us, uh, you know, have some fun. And we'll entertain be a great time kids. for all families. Yeah. Yep. All right. Appreciate you guys um, joining me. Appreciate all of you listening. Thank you so much to our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. And we'll be back next week on KXNO at 6 o'clock.